I'm Robin Amlo of IBS Intelligence. You're listening to the IBS iViews podcast. With me is Carrie Goodman, Director of Financial Institution Management at Compliance Systems in the US. We're talking, first of all, about consumerization, a strategy that financial institutions should be adopting. What is consumerization, Carrie? So consumerization, it it refers to the impact that consumer-originated technologies can have on enterprises and and how enterprises can take advantage of new technologies that originate within the consumer space rather than technologies that are originating within the enterprise IT sector. As financial institutions continue to navigate in this new normal post-COVID world of focusing on digital first and delivering products and services digitally, it's important that they do so with the consumer in mind. And it's important to focus on um, user experience choices that will help the financial institutions evolve their digital presence in a way that supports their members where they're at, how they want to bank, how they want to communicate, and how their relationship with their financial institution can make the consumer's life easier. That's all very well up to a point. But I think the point of my next question, the clue is in the name of your company, Compliance Systems, doing this from a consumer's point of view and using consumer-oriented technology rather than the kind of technology that's being originated out of the financial services institution, out of the enterprise, does that not raise compliance issues? Yeah, so it's important to focus on making sure that the the compliance aspect is still the same and that, you know, from a regulatory perspective, there are no concerns, but there is still a way to to make sure that the compliance concerns are alleviated while also providing the services in the way that a consumer wants to communicate and, and interface with their financial institutions. Well, the thing of it is that I, as a consumer... What is this word compliance? What does it mean? What does it do for me? I don't see it. Compliance is really at the end of the user experience with the consumer. So the consumer can interact with their financial institution in an online manner. They can open an account. They can fill out an online application. And the compliance aspect is really in the background. What's happening to make sure that everything is in compliance from the end disclosure perspective. So while, while the consumer might not care about it, it is an important component of that user experience. I think it might be unkind to say the consumer does not care about it. The consumer just frankly does not know about it. And there is no reason up to a point why they should. Let's talk more generally, though, about compliance consumerization and what it can do to actually help a bank or a credit union. What does it offer in terms of improving their business or helping them with their standing in the community? The consumerization of compliance is an important component of consumerization. So in general, consumerization, it's it's not a strategy that financial institutions can choose to adopt or choose to ignore. It's happening and it can't be stopped. It is something that the financial institutions should focus on and they can treat it as an opportunity to support their communities and deliver services in a way that their members are already experiencing with companies like Amazon and like Apple. But you know, it, it shouldn't stop at the point that the consumer selects to 
open an online account or complete an online loan application, it's important that it covers every aspect of digital banking, and that includes compliance. Now, that final step is often overlooked in the user journey, resulting in a a fragmented user experience. So compliance, it's part of the last mile. It's really that final stretch in the consumer experience where an organization's investment in their mobile experience becomes more apparent to the member. So is the member able to have a truly digital experience when they start working um, within the online portal? Or do they have a fractured experience with how they obtain compliance disclosures? And if it is a fractured experience, it creates a bad user experience for the consumer. So including the, the last mile of compliance in the digital experience, it's really a critical component for success. How much was this given a shot in the arm by the pandemic? Because we all had to go digital then, didn't we? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, that definitely fast-tracked the need to focus on this because everybody was remote. Every consumer was interacting with their bank and credit union in a digital fashion. And what we find is that's a that's the way that a lot of consumers prefer to interact with their bank or credit union. So, I mean, in 2021, uh, more than 43% of U.S. mobile banking users switched their primary financial institution because they were unhappy with the mobile banking offering. So, you know, branches are open. Um, consumers can interact with their financial institutions and branches today. But mobility is, is really where the consumer is driving the financial institution's decisions of, of where to focus. So the pandemic absolutely was was a driving factor to fast track where we're at in in creating these mobility digital experiences. Speaking as somebody who's not based in the US, I find fascinating the phrase you used, branches are open, because I have to tell you that the experience in the UK, in Europe, is branches are not open, branches are disappearing, branches have been disappearing for several years. And I don't think it's wrong of me to say that that's going to happen in America as well, because frankly, in some areas of financial services, America is behind the curve in what's happening elsewhere in the world. I mean, you still have people using checking accounts. If I tried to present a check to somebody in the United Kingdom, I'd get laughed at. Yeah, yes, the U.S. definitely lags in certain aspects of banking. And branches are open, but we are seeing the trends of branches closing and and whatnot here. Interestingly, you know, what we're also seeing are changes to the branch experience. So with a mobility first strategy, some of that mobility is brought into the branch as well. So even if a consumer comes into the branch, they still can interact with a tablet um, and interact and, and do their banking functions with that mobility first approach. Well, the, the, the other issue there, of course, you, you say tablet there, but then it's going to be on the mobile phone if they're not in the branch. The first thing an institution has to do is stitch together all these different experiences to make sure that they are omni-channel, that you are able to carry on a transaction from one device to another, that the experience you get on one device is the same as another. This has compliance issues all of its own. Yeah, so, I mean, from a, from a mobility-first approach, 
having that common user experience is absolutely an important function to make sure that they are getting their compliance disclosures wherever they are interacting with the financial institution. So what's the future look like? Yeah, so the future really involves financial institutions facing this last mile of the transaction and bringing compliance into the digital experience and finding ways to overcome you know, challenges and meet customers where they're at, where they want to interact with the financial institution. So there are some strategies that can be leveraged to kind of get over that last mile hump and focus on the end-to-end um, experience. So, you know, the, the the very first strategy is that mobility must come first. And, you know, to your point, they're, they're experiencing their mobile banking on their devices, on their phones, on their tablets. And it's important that the compliance content is designed for that mobility. So it's not going to be designed for pages you know, eight and a half by 11 pages that are printed off of a branch printer, it needs to be able to be absorbed without a consumer having to pinch and zoom. And, you know, if a consumer has to reorient their device and pinch and zoom in order to try to process and comprehend the the legal engagement, then, you know, the institution is failing that last mile test of getting compliance into the mobility first strategy. The other thing, of course, is how can you actually tell as an institution, and I'm mischievous of me to ask you this, I think, but I'm going to do it anyway, because I'm in that kind of mood. How do you tell when somebody ticks the box that says, I have read and agreed to all the terms and conditions, that they have read and agreed all the terms and conditions? Do you just rapidly scroll through to the box at the bottom and tick it, or do you actually read all of it? I'm not sure that people do. Yeah, you know, I, I think the same argument could be made for, you know, the, the disclosures printed at the branch. So, you know, e- either either way, you're you're depending on the end user, at, you know, reading the disclosures, reading the content, whether it is on that mobile device or it is pages being printed at, at a branch. One way to help kind of mitigate that is allowing the content to then be delivered post-mobile experience in a PDF format to the consumer's email inbox. So um, at Compliance Systems, that's an approach that we've taken, mobility-first approach of presenting the HTML content that can be read on the mobile device, but then also delivering the content to the user if the bank or credit union desires in that PDF format so that the end user can save it in their inbox or if they if they wanted to print it out and, and file it away, they could. But having the content available in multiple formats to, to make sure that, that that content is available. Thank you very much, Carrie Goodman, Director of Financial Institution Management at Compliance Systems.